Hey everybody, we're here for another week. This is your girl Valence, and I'm here with my partner. Water. <laughs> I definitely forgot the intro just that quick. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm actually glad my voice is coming back. Um, because yesterday no one could hear me. Um, that's why I couldn't record. Good thing. Oh, interesting. No. Um, so of course, you know, I'm coaching now. So every weekend, usually by Sunday, my voice is gone and Monday I sound like a pyramid. Now I kind of sound like I'm in between, but yesterday I sound like a whole man. So I'm happy about that. I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. It's okay. You've already, you've, you've already initiated. So you might as well say what you want to say. I'm happy your voice. (laughs) Still sounds like a man. It's just working now. Okay. I appreciate that. I don't know if that's a compliment or if it's a jab, but I'll just take it as you may. Take it as you may. So you got anything coming up for Easter weekend? Oh, that's this weekend, right? Yeah. Um, Work? Same old same. About it. Getting everybody Easter ready, I guess, huh? Yeah, you would be. Yeah. There's nothing really going on. No, um actually we have practice, so Sunday's best gonna have to wait. You not going to church on Easter Sunday? No, I'm not one of those that just show up, you know, New Year's Day, um, for watch night service. I don't I'm not one of those that just show up for Easter. Um, no, actually, it it's once you show up. I show up every okay. Sunday, but God knows I'm in basketball season now. So, oh, man. you show up every Sunday, and you're still a sinner. So, what's the difference? <laughs> what's the difference between me selectively showing up and being a sinner? Because it ain't pure. You just do it so you can look good, <laughs> so you can take pictures afterwards and say how oh. blessed. So you can say how blessed I am with your Easter mm-hmm. basket and your spring colors. Mm-hmm. I can see you in like a nice, like yellow. I don't even wear spring colors, so <laughs> I can I'm still wear black. I was just gonna say you would be funeral home ready. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the only person in black. Yep. At least you can go blue. Black is why my hair's blue. I don't do blue clothes and blue hairs too much. Um, black is a very bright and vibrant color. I no? mean, depending on who's looking at it, I, I mean, I love black. You know, I have on black today. You know, you can't go wrong with black, but, you know, Easter is a bit springish, you know, yellows, lime green, you know, the baby blue, powder blue, pink, you know, flowers bloom. Black just gives so dead. Well, he was dead, wasn't he? <laughs> and I know, I know you're gonna set up and probably have like some white toes, some white, some, yeah. Of course, I got white toes. 
classic summertime girl. Come on. Of course I have white toes. Why not? <laughs> Guys, Duh. I'm glad you're not going. I'm glad you'll be working. <laughs> I'm not gonna be working on Sunday. I'll watch um I'll watch church online probably. Oh, well that's good. Yeah. Are you gonna get up and make like bread? Why are you looking at me like that? Like, oh, <laughs> God has touched the heathens. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying that's a great thing. Like, you want to get up? Are you going to get up early and play like gospel music? Do you even have any gospel music? Okay, okay, okay. What you're not going to do is Jesus shame me right now. No, I'm I not- do listen to that. <laughs> I do listen to gospel music. Yes. Okay. Okay. I do. I mean, listen, I. My family is a well, my immediate family, my, my extended family too, is a very big like we die hard Catholics child. Okay, so <laughs> church is a thing. I was an altar girl. Really? Church is a thing. Yes. So you know, now in my older years, where I can make my own decisions, <laughs> I make <laughs> <I'm not> going. <laughs> I may not be so, you know, inclined to be in church all the time, but I mean, I do my own worshiping or what, if that's what you call it, in my own way. That's it. I don't feel like I have to be restricted to a church. You don't. Okay. Okay. But you're not going to sit here and make it seem like I don't know no hymns. Okay. I know there's probably Caribbean hymns that you don't know. I probably don't know none of them. <laughs> yeah, I know but, you don't know nothing about because they they don't really I don't really understand it much the language the, the <laughs> wordplay it's a bit different for me it's English so I'm saying it's broken English tomato tomato but I'm glad you have Jesus in you I really am I mean I am I just I, I'm just concerned at some point I mean that's a discussion for a different day <laughs> so you were concerned. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot confirm nor deny that statement, but I will say, you know, know you, just, you out here acting like I'm like, no, I'm just at God the me of a heart of steel. I didn't think there was no love in you. But what does that have to do with me believing in a higher being? Because God means love. And at one point there was no love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still the same way. It does not mean that I don't believe in a higher being, though. I don't have to have the love. God has the love for everybody. I don't have to have it. And that's his job, right? That's what he do. All righty. put that on me. I'm glad you're going to be partaking. I don't in. feel like he put that on my spirit. It just hasn't reached yet. He just ain't put it in your. He ain't put it in you yet. He's still working on getting it. You're being kind of like a magnet. You know, like with a magnet, opposites attract. Right now, it's just kind of like it's the same, and you're just kind of rejecting it. So I know eventually it's gonna come. Okay. That wall of steel is gonna break down. I can just feel it. You keep saying it's this wall of steel, and it really isn't. <laughs> it really is. I'm a very easy person. I'm very. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, what are we talking about? Because <laughs> we're not talking about me and my G. Um, so yeah, so the last episode we discussed polygamy, um, the benefits and cons that we thought that came from polygamy. 
And then we said that we were going to talk this week about um, the pros and cons of being in a relationship versus being single. Um, and which one you would prefer in the long term? Would you prefer to, you know, be a part of America or the American dream of, you know, being in a relationship long term? Or would you just forever feel like you would want to be single if you had a choice, which you do have a choice, but out of the two, which one would you find that benefits you right now the most? So we'll start Mm. first with the pros of being in a relationship and then we'll go to the single part because I can relate more to the single part than I can be in a relationship. So for me, I will say one of the pros I think to being in a relationship would have to be the companionship. Um, Helping each other relieve the stress first and foremost. Um, Having someone to pretty much depend on if it is a, a genuine relationship. Um, whether it's either marriage or just a regular relationship, meaning like you guys are just together like partners or whatever, I feel like mentally, emotionally, and energy-wise, once you have somebody good by your side, it kind of calms you in a sense. Um, it kind of balances you balances you out um, with the energy if it is the right person. So that'll be my first thing that I would say it's a pro um, for being in a relationship. What would be a pro for you? In regards to a relationship, what do you think is? <laughs> mm. I I mean I guess it's, oh. I didn't think about this. That's why we're doing it now. I, we never we never think about it. I I mean yeah I guess the same thing as you saying knowing that you have some sort of support system. Then of course you got um, the money aspect too. I, you know, for me that was see I didn't I, I didn't want that to be my first answer. I mean it it could have been like I'm just it's just in general like what do you think are the pros to it because we're living in a time now. I, I guess I mean if if it depends on what what you are looking for and what is needed. Mm-hmm. What for is you. needed for you in a relationship? Um. So if it. Because I feel like there could be a lot of times be more cons than pros mm-hmm. if you're not choosing the right person. Right. But if you choose the right individual, then yeah, um, building a foundation and, and having financial support, yes. emotional support, um, if you're into, you know, being parents and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. having, you know, a, a lineage or a, a legacy to leave behind that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Those would be the benefits. Um, having, um, ha- just having a go-to person maybe. Right. Yeah. I think cause, but that all me that, that all of that is subjective. Yeah. Because if it's not the person, right. You know, and you're still waiting for that person to fulfill those, those things and then, and, fill those gaps then you won't see a benefit to relationships because you're not getting what it is that you need right and so i guess that you know ultimately like you said everything is subjective when it comes to being relationship if it is a good partner so it all just depends on who the partner is and of course the con would be you know if it is a bad partner if it's someone that doesn't necessarily i won't say like a bad part i would say someone that doesn't fit you 
um, because you're going to deal with all, like everything that you feel is draining you becomes tiresome. Um, you're going to go through all of those emotions because they're not the right person. It's an uphill battle, even though. And right. I think honestly speaking, like the money aspect is good um, in a sense, like you, you have that teammate where you don't have to do everything by yourself. Um, if you're making bigger purchases and you want to go half on things with each other, that helps out in that sense. But at the same time, if you are in a situation and you're trying to break apart or leave each other and you've made bigger purchases, now you got a bigger situation. Um, right. I actually know someone right now, they just bought a house together. I want to say maybe about a month ago. And they've had a rocky situation prior to them getting at home. And they brought a child into the world that may be like three years old. So they're not married. So in my eyes, their whole relationship is a con. It was a con before. It, there was no upside to it, especially before making um, that major purchase. They just had a lot of issues that I don't think they should have moved forward in that direction. And now not even 60 days into their new home, now they're breaking up. Neither one wants to leave. And so they're not married. So now you're in a situation where it's turmoil. They're fighting. And it's like either the other person buys the other one out or they both sell the home. But only one person can actually afford the home if, if one moves out. It's just a big clusterfuck. So, I mean, I guess if you're in a situation where you're just dating you got to make sure they're the right person. And I don't know if you would put a, a time in I, like, I feel like people do a lot, a lot of big things in while they're dating. And I don't ever really understand that because I guess, well, because I, I get bored very easily and I, <laughs> I, I'm, I like to move on. Um, I can never imagine doing things that would have me bound to somebody for that, mm-hmm. for a long period of time. So for me, buying a house, shit, even putting uh, somebody on my lease yeah. is like, oh, I don't know. Because literally what happens if in six months we're not together? Now, I understand that, you know, when everything is blissful and everything is great, you start thinking about all the things that we can do there. But like people co-signing, putting people on leases or getting houses together having bank accounts together. I just even when people on on they're on a boyfriend phone line, I'd be like, why? Like just I just think about the breakup. Like now he about to cut your phone off and he about to cut you off with your you're in his insurance. Now you gotta go get it's just too much for me to think about when when this ends, then what? Right. And it's like, how do I separate myself from this person? Do you feel like people jump into those situations because a lot of things they can't do on their own? So now they have someone. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah. And then I don't think they look at how big the repercussions could be. Because, no, I mean, not all the time, but you just think yeah. to yourself, like, oh, I got somebody and now I could get certain right. things. Yes. Right. So being in a relationship, I guess another pro would be, you know, someone actually kind of used because, you know, in a relationship, Everybody uses each other. Each each person uses each other and to some extent, to some degree. So whether it's 
It depends. Exactly. Because what if you don't have what if you don't have anything for me to use? You yeah. Most times when you don't have something for them to use, unless it's a real genuine situation, that person's gonna end up leaving. Yeah. So it's like even you in get the- tired of being the giver all the time. Exactly. So there has to be some balance. It has to be a give and take when it's in a relationship. And one person is gonna benefit in one area that they want, the other one's gonna benefit another one. And without incorporating money, one may just want sex all the time, in-home sex. So they're going to use you just for sex. Someone else just may want to have somebody to travel the world with. So now they got a travel buddy all the time. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. That's not. That's what you need the compass, what your Mm -hmm. companionship needs. And, you know, if that person is willing to give it to you, Mm -hmm. then hey. And that's why I say, like, Everybody's going to use someone to that to that extent. Um, I hear a lot of times when people are in a relationship saying, they're just using me. Well, you're definitely using them for something too. Maybe yours just may not be visual all the time to everyone else. And the thing is, you, you can say that they're using you, but I also feel like if you started something to begin with, mm-hmm. you can't get mad that that person still wants it continuously throughout the relationship. Agreed. So if I'm lonely and all of a sudden, you know, I just need some, I want somebody. So in a sense, you use that person for companionship, right? Mm-hmm. To to fill the void of loneliness. Mm-hmm. And you did whatever you needed to do. So that was, you know, paying certain bills or whatever you were doing to, to keep that person around. Right. And now that that void has been filled, now now your eyes are open and you're like, right. oh, this person's using me. They're just taking, taking, taking. Well, no, you started giving from the beginning. You can't be mad <laughs> that she was giving because now right. that, that's what I'm comfortable with. That's what you right. was doing for me. So, yeah, it's like when your eyes are open, when you're not dumbfounded, when, you know, the dick didn't touch the back of your throat, Mm-hmm. Then you realize, like, oh shit, this may not be the situation, right? That I wanted to be in, right? This is no longer benefiting me, exactly. And you know, I totally agree with you. Like, I've I've never really understood that whole making big purchases um, during a dating phase. Now, if you're willing to, if you wanted to make big purchases with someone, I would, you know, steer towards marriage. That way, if you guys decide to leave each other, it's 50 50. Most, yeah, but I don't want that pressure either. (laughs) I don't want the pressure of, oh, in order for us to do something that or to to build, we have to get married. I feel like you can build, but at the same time, within reason. Like, I feel like if you can't make a big purchase on your own while you're just dating, meaning you, you know, don't do it because. Let's be honest. You're even if you're dating someone, you're still technically single until you're married. So, so if you're in, if you're if you're in a situation and say you start dating somebody and you are already in the process of thinking that you're you want to buy a house, mm-hmm. right? And you know you're in, maybe you and the person are dating for three to six months. Let's just mm-hmm. say that. Do you stop that because you're supposed to technically be, if you're building towards something, what if that person is like, well, what, what if, what if I want to get a house with you? There's no harm in wanting. You want to get a house and let's get married. But I mean, like that, you know, I was dating someone 
um, who was in the process of getting his own home, which that is a major accomplishment. I was super happy for him. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, mm -hmm. I didn't want to move with him. I didn't even want to live in that area that he was building the house at. So for mm -hmm. me, uh, you know, it just it just didn't work out because we're already on two different pages. Like, yes, that is a major accomplishment, but I would rather wait till I get married and go 50-50 on the house. That way I can get what I want. I have some say-so in what we're building, how we're making this home ours, and both of our names are going to be on it. And it's kind of binding because now we're kind of married when we did it versus dating. Then I move in and now you got the situation where it's still technically his home, but once I'm in there for 30 days and receiving mail, you can't kick me out, baby. We're roommates. And now you got a whole nother situation. Start, like businesses together. There's a, I see a lot of things that um, couples do. And like when you have a few years, I'm not, it doesn't bother me as much. Mm -hmm. It'd be the new relationships. Yeah. Like, wow. You trust this person that much to. That's that's that, scary to me. That honeymoon phase is very blinding. And and a lot of times because a lot of restraint has not been put on whatever relationship that is, they you know, sometimes it takes a while to get out of that honeymoon phase. I wanna say one thing that Tyler Perry said that I really liked. Um, he was like, You have to be in a person's life for four seasons to see if you really want to be with this person. He said when they're sick, when they're broke, when they're making money. And it was one more. Um, well, who got all that damn time? Um, and it was it was it's one more, but it's pretty much different. So pretty much, you gotta wait till they sixty five. No, it's just growing pains of life. Because honestly speaking, but who but really who has that time to? So what you're telling me in that in that mm -hmm. is that I'm supposed to stay with a person. No. To hit these four things to sh prove whether or not I'm supposed to be with them. And that could take... It, it could, but that's honestly, you know, most times with people when you're dating, you're going to see these different times. You're going to need to see hardship to see how things go. Because like I said, like we said, the honeymoon phase is very blind. You think you have this knight in shining armor or this, this very church going womanly woman, but you're not seeing the different sides of this person because when you first start dating and you haven't had any bumps in the road, everything looks like it's perfect. It's a match made in heaven. And then you get a situation. You're not going to get that in the beginning. Like what if my trials and tribulations are not going to happen to me until I'm in my mid forties and I start dating somebody in my twenties, thirties, we end up getting married. You may not See, I may not go through my hard times for you to know. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna go through some type of hard time. Now I may be something. It may not be anything where you get. Well, what if I don't? What if by the time you get to me, I'm already good and established? I already am making my money. I have a good job. Mm -hmm. I already have my house and everything. What if I don't? What if I'm about to cruise at this point in my life? Right, but you still, even if you don't see all those four seasons. So most times, these situations. People, they're already established. You're still going to see signs, and pretty much what those four stages were designed to say was, you want to see people in a different light outside of just them smiling, just the the facade that they're giving you when they let their yeah. hair down. Well, I mean, you know? that's a given. You can see that without going through those four stages. That's, that's, I just feel like those are extreme because I'm not waiting. If you have, if I meet you and you're established, I don't want to see you broke. I want to see mm -hmm. you. To, 
continue to keep doing and being successful. Like, I don't want to wish that on you to see whether or not, because I may not like you when you're broke. And that's perfectly fine. I'm allowed to not like you during that time. Right. And you are. And and that's why it's because you get to make that decision. Because say, for instance, like you're saying, you know, you don't reach that stage of seeing that until say you get married. Now the person you married, now they're broke. And now you want a divorce. And now they're looking like it's for better, for worse. Yeah. But I didn't know you'd get like this when you broke. I didn't know that you were going to be a leech for six, six years. Um, I thought you were going to get on your feet. And so with those four different stages, you get to see how this person reacts to different circumstances when they're sick. Can you see yourself taking care of them? Because that comes before better for worse. Is this person overdramatic to where you can't take it? You can or cannot take it. Like I'm one of those people where I get agitated very easily. Yes, I have no problem with helping someone and taking care of them, but to a certain extent now you got to be able to take care of yourself a little bit too. Don't come ringing no goddamn bell at me. And that's just because with my personality, even when I'm sick and I'm going through something, I still try to do it myself. And so I, me personally, I have- Well, just because you're self-sufficient doesn't mean that other people are going to be. Exactly. That's why I need to see this person and how they are before we get married. Because I don't want people, I mean, I wouldn't care if people look at me crazy because I'm wanting a divorce now. I, I, this is not what I signed up for. Ooh, child. I mean, I'm just being honest because, like, even you know, you you <laughs> function from your 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 fairy tale life, so you know it's a little different. That person is going to have to be willing to come into your fairy tale life and position themselves and understand that it's all a fairy tale around. Because if they can't, if they can't get that in their mind, it's going to be rough. Yeah, because it's going to be. Rough. Because for me, even I'm gonna give you an example. So after I had my first shoulder surgery, I went to work right after the next day after I got out of surgery. I had ACL surgery when well, I woke that's up. You, you my, chose. My, thank you, but but that's because I, I had that drive where I wanted to get back to my normal routine. I didn't I didn't want anybody to take care of me, and so I need someone with an equal mindset. Not saying that they got to go back to work the same as that day, the same. But day, that's but, not. That's not necessarily healthy. You do understand that, right? Very healthy. That's because you haven't been to nobody's therapy. That's why you think it's healthy. (laughs) I just that's not healthy. But this is just an example of, and that's why I say, like, when you see these different stages of people, like, even if you get with a man, you know, you help groom. I think women see this a lot of times with men. You know, they'll end up helping him, like you said, starting a business while they're dating. You know, he didn't really have much when you guys started. Then he start making money with whatever business he got that you helped maybe write up the business plan for. Now he start making money. Now he acting a little funny. Not, 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 and, and it's because you never saw him once he had something. And once, and, and in that moment, you get to decide whether or not you want to stick around and be a part of that. Mm-hmm. It's all about choices. Yeah. We all got them. We just don't use them. Right. And then it's about time and investment. So I think, you know, when it comes to being in a relationship, you honestly, I, it can be a pro and it can be a con when it comes to time with the person. Um, You can lose time, you can gain time, depending on how the situation goes. So, I mean, any, any time that's lost in a relationship is because you, you did not listen to your intuition. You think that intuition is always right? Mm-hmm. You, I mean, mine guides me. 
Now, but whatever time you felt like you lost in a relationship mm-hmm. is because you didn't go with your gut feeling when you were supposed to leave. Mm-hmm. So from the time that you felt like this, nah, this ain't it. I, I should leave. Mm-hmm. I should be done. This is not what I want. He don't, he's not going in the direction that I'm trying to go in. He doesn't see things, the, co- the core things. Mm-hmm. And you still stay. That That's your, that's your, your clock starting for your time wasted. Now, do you think men have like an intuition or like a clock? Do you think they have anything in their nature? I think they do. I just don't think theirs is gauged the way ours is. Okay. The the, the thing that uh, that for, that determines them whether this person is who I need to be with is different for women than it is for men, I believe. But yeah, I believe they they know from jump. Men know, <laughs> and you know he know. <laughs> but when you still asking. Well, how come I ain't meet your mama yet? <laughs> how come you don't me come see me? You know, At nighttime, right? Like you already know. <laughs> you know you ain't it for him, and <laughs> it don't matter what trick you do. Like he gonna he gonna let you do the tricks now. He gonna take that. He's gonna enjoy that. You're giving it to him, right? So of course right. I would like. You're giving it to me for free, so why am I going to give you a mile when you're okay with accepting the inch that I give you? Right. Totally stringing them along. You know, I definitely feel they have an intuition. They know. Hmm. They, they definitely know. Interesting. They may not be as uh, forgiving as we are. Oh, they're definitely. They're not forgiving. I know that for a fact. They're not forgiving anything we do. We get one strike with them, but it's ironic a lot of women will give three, four strikes before it's like batter you're out. Yeah. That's what I said. We, that's why I say if, if we don't tap into our intuition and listen to ourselves, we would be wasting our own time. They was just, they just stayed along for the ride. Cause a lot of, a lot of times dudes be knowing like, no, my time is limited with her. I know she, <laughs> I know she's sick of my shit. I know she ready to move on. I know the type of man she want, and I know I'm not it. Mm-hmm. But they gonna stay around. They're not gonna exit. Right. They're not gonna remove themselves from the situation. They're gonna stay right there until you tell them, okay, this is the okay. It's time to go. <laughs> pack up, pack up your little stuff. Now, do you, please. Do you think that some men? Well, do you think that men can tell when? One a woman doesn't have the patience where like you got one strike and that's it. Do you know who? Yeah, they always know, but they still just want to test the water. They just they just can't help it. They want to touch the hot stove. Yeah, because I mean we could be so irritated and every and we still let them back in. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of a lot of women have made it very easy. So yeah, I know she mad at me. She'll be fine in a few <laughs> hours, a few days. I'll come back around. <gasps> But if you start that from the beginning, then that's what they know. Like, if you're the type that, you know, you get upset, y'all have an argument, and then you don't talk to each other for three, four days, that's the norm. The first, pretty much the first argument I feel is the example for the whole relationship. Whatever, however you react that first time 
is what a man is going to think is going to happen each time after. I can agree. So if your first time you just spazzing out, y'all get into this big blow up, you know, that first argument is always like, oh, God, we got into a fight. <laughs> like, okay, what happened? And it's like to the extreme. Right. That's what he believes that it's going to be every time. Yep. Right. But if you can sit, if you sit down and like have a regular conversation and even maybe that's his norm, maybe everybody he came from prior to, that's what they did was just go back and forth. And you sit down and you be like, yeah, I don't, I don't do that. That, I don't know where this is coming from. I don't, I don't do that. We're going to do it a different way. You don't do that? <laughs> I, I don't. I, <laughs> what, what is that? <laughs> but that's another one to say. Just like, you got to see how they react when they're angry, too. Because, like, you mm-hmm. may be, they may be the coolest person on earth. They're so laid back. But one trigger, whatever that trigger that they may have, it may send them into a violent rage that you've never seen before. The woman may start throwing shit at you. The man may start slinging you across and the that is just a re- that is just a repetition of what they did in their last situation mm-hmm. right but you got to be able to see I, I feel like sometimes people don't cleanse themselves like <laughs> going from one person to the next they don't we don't rest- like reset ourselves we don't what's that uh what they call reset. it factory factory, factory how yeah yeah they don't do that yeah. So they just carry everything on to the next. I think most people I think most people do that. Like whenever they end a situation, they say, Okay, I just now I know I don't want what I had in the last relationship, but they haven't actually healed from their past relationship. So that is a that's a con mm-hmm. actually in a relationship. Especially if you're not especially if you are not taking any blame for how the relationship ended. Right. Because it's a fifty now you're saying it's the other person. Right. It's now granted there is a fifty fifty in every breakup that happens. Somebody contributes something. Now one person may contribute more to that breakup or why y'all broke up, but it, both of you had some stake in it. Um whether it's the woman and her tolerance or the man and his actions or vice versa. Um you're gonna have both of you guys play a role in a breakup in some form. Like some action contributed to it. And so for me, like, I guess that is a con in that can be a con in relationship, like, you know, not properly vetting that person, not seeing who they are in different circumstances, not making sure that they're properly healed from that previous relationship. Because like you said, like they may be the coolest person and then you have an argument and you see a site that you never saw. But then you're like, mm-hmm. dang, does this one strike take away these five strikes they have over here? Like maybe I can stick it out, you know, because he got just this one flaw, and now now that's a big it is. So because you see it as oh that person went off, but the psych in me sees mm-hmm. it different, right? Everybody else sees it as just superficial. I can't, I can't believe he cussed me out, and then I see it like oh, there's something deep down in there that you ain't get out. <laughs> And I'm not about to be your punching bag. Oh, no. No, you don't know how to communicate. You don't know how to responsibly use your emotions. You popping no, You don't care where we're at. We're in public. You don't get embarrassed. You have no... Yeah, that's a lot. That's a deal breaker. The, the in public, yeah, like, I don't care where we are. Do not embarrass me because if you don't mind... Being looking crazy in a restaurant. Oh no. Yeah, no. Right. So that stuff like that, that for me, the first reaction, I'm like, oh. 
Well, what are oh, you? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Like, if someone, if you got into it with the person you with, but you're communicating like we're communicating, and they mm-hmm. just go get loud, and people start to look. What? How do you? How do you? Are you gonna sit like that? <laughs> okay. So first of all, if we're in public, I'm gonna leave. I'm leaving. <laughs> you can sit here and embarrass yourself, but I'm not doing that. So I'm out. <gasps> and if we're in public and that's happening. That will be the last time you see me. Volunteer, <laughs> <laughs> like we're not doing this no more. Like this is done. Like I don't do that. So we're not you... about to be on nobody's social media. No, we're not doing that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I would pay to see you get embarrassed like that. I would pay because I think it'll be a comedy show. I can see just because this... it's it's the initial look of this. Well, what the fuck is really going on? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Oh, okay. Let me let me gather my things. Because everybody you know that means when, and when you know, LeBron gets up and he picks up his purse. Yes. Let, me, let me get up out of here because this this is this is not my thing. This is not what I do. I think I would be At too home, embarrassed to. Different. I think I'd be too embarrassed to get up. I'd just be like, God, am I really getting yelled at in public? Because everybody's looking around, they're probably like, "What's going so on?" So there's a difference. There's, a, there's like in public in front of people that you don't know. Then there's in public in front of people you do know. So which one? Which one would you consider a higher tier? So the higher tier is in public with people that I know. I can agree. Because that right there means you have no respect for me. So in that situation, you're getting dealt with right there. Ooh. Because at the same time, I need to make sure everybody on this table know, don't you ever fucking try me. Either. <laughs> because you be just like this person. Now I got to so, presence for everybody. Because now, yeah, you punking me in front of everybody and that's not about to happen. I don't want none of y'all to think that y'all can talk to me like that. And I'm going to let this person know also. In front of strangers, I'm going to let you sit there and embarrass yourself. <laughs> But in front of people that I know, oh no! <laughs> and five, four, three, <laughs> and if it's people who really know me, they will they will pull that person away because they already know what's coming they next. They will defuse the situation before I even five, four. <laughs> Girls know. They already know how to, they know to do this situation. Cause I just give them the one look like I don't know how much more I can hold it in. I don't know. And this go for male or female. I don't care. You know, people are like don't don't disrespect a man. Fuck him. He's just getting dealt with. And I don't care. And at that point. Everything is coming out. Right. I mean, I, I totally agree that being around people you know and having someone either disrespect you, yell at you, whatever they decide to do in front of them, I think that is definitely higher. Because now, me personally, now I feel like you're trying to make me look weak in front of people I love and I care That's about. And it ain't even a sense the audacity of, of you. I mean, it's just a respect. Like I, not that I appear in front of people that I know that I'm just some hard ass, 
but I want them to know I can stand up for myself too. I don't want them to think, because, you know, immediately mm-hmm. if it's family, if it's friend, they're thinking, oh, well, if he do this in front of us, just imagine what he doing to her behind closed doors. Right. Is, is he beating her ass? Now I, I can't go back to you because now if I, if we ever got into a situation that escalated to where I actually, actually got physical, whatever, they ain't gonna do, they ain't gonna do nothing for me. Cause you done did it for me. I've seen people, I've seen dudes like talk crazy. Mm-hmm. I've even seen females talk crazy to their significant other. Mm-hmm. And I, I will not to get into people's business, but mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, that's not cool. Don't do stuff like that in front of me. Right. I'll just tell them, cause I don't know how to react to mm-hmm. that. And then I'll want to fight you. So like, don't even do that in front of me. I don't want y'all to ever feel comfortable to have y'all disputes in front of me and nothing like that. Cause I don't right. do well with stuff like that. So, but I see it happen all the time where people just be talking crazy to people out in public. And I just be looking at them like, oh, right. let me walk away. This ain't my shit. Let me walk away because I, I couldn't. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so I think like you, you got to see a person in their, in different lights, different situations before you start making these big purchases, before you start before you even think about marriage. So I, I guess, you know, a part of the pro in a relationship is, you know, getting to know a person, seeing them in the best life, you know, making memories with them. But the con is like, how are you going to react in these different situations that come with these people? Upbringing, all these different things, like it could be a toll on you. So yeah. now that we've talked about and discussed the pros and cons of being in a relationship, now let's go to the other aspect and discuss the pros and cons of being single. Now, for mm-hmm. me, <laughs> I can say the first pro to being single, um, I would have to say that I can move to the beat of my own drum. Everything you do, no questions asked. You get up and go as you please. You just kind of, you just kind of live carefree. If I wanted to, why do you? Why do you feel like you can't get that in a relationship? You could to an extent, but a lot of times you should be, if you're in a relationship, you should be thinking about that person before you make whatever decision. Um, Just because they could be hurt by a decision that you make when you're thinking carefree, or they could be a casualty in whatever you choose to do. So a lot of times when you, like me, I can just get up and go to a strip club and look at some men. Or whatever it is that I choose to do. I can go to the bar and get drunk if I feel like it. But if I'm with someone, I have to consider their feelings and their thoughts behind my actions as well. That's just that consideration that you should have in a relationship, in my opinion. Because I would want the same if I was with somebody. I wouldn't be okay with them. They make it so heavy. Like it's You're not... Every day that I wake up, every little thing, I'm not considering... A significant other. Yeah, you should. Like, I'm living my life. You shouldn't be having... Every day, you shouldn't be having to make big decisions that you have to consider somebody. Like, what are y'all doing in y'all life that every day you need to consider this person? Because you don't want to... You should be every day living your life. You should. You should be able to, but within limits. Because, it's like we say, it's a respect level. So, (laughs) So, when you're single, you can do whatever that may that you feel like doing it. You can go and be a stripper for one night at amateur night or whatever the case may be. And you're not worried about anybody else. You have no one to account for, but you can be with somebody and you decide to go do amateur night. 
lo and behold, it could be his family was there. I need something more realistic than that. That's not nobody's that very realistic. That happened on P Valley. On what? The show P Valley. You haven't seen it? Pussy I don't Valley? watch. I I don't watch meaningless television. Yeah. <sighs> what? That, so, so you're referencing this off of a television show? No, real life, but it's actually a show that's very realistic. It comes on Showtime. No stars. You should watch mm. it. You'll see how realistic it is. I'll pass. With, with Arnold Clifford. Who is going to an amateur night? Where Where do you see amateur night posting? They don't post amateur night. You just kind of know. If you go there, you know they have amateur night like okay, on Monday. Right. So that's somebody who's already in that world, already a part mm-hmm. of that world. And if you meet and if you meet them, you probably met them in that world. So you already know what that's that deba- is. That's debatable. No, no regular woman or man who's never had they're not I'm just getting up to go do amateur night and I have to think about my significant <laughs> other if I go do nobody's doing that. It could that's be, not realistic. It is. It could be a situation like me, I, I I don't feel comfortable with my man going to the strip club, but he may go there for just the wings with his homeboys. But now that we're together, right. now he that's has to, your insecurity. That's not no. His. That's not my. That's but that's a. To, but that's a respect and he for me. Have to consider that. He and he's not doing anything. <clears throat> he's if, not doing anything harmful. If he has an addiction to a strip club, that's different. But if but if he's going, if, to if I don't feel his, if I don't feel comfortable for whatever reason, if I'm expressing that I just don't want you to go there. Why wouldn't you feel comfortable with him going to the strip club? It's only an insecurity because you don't want him to see other women because you want him to think, you want him to live in a world where there's not ass and titties everywhere. No, I'm not saying that with ass and titties. I just don't want him there. But that's just, that's just what I want. So if I have already expressed that, now you have the decision where if you still want to go, we cannot be together. But if you still, if you choose to stay, now you should consider. I'm just saying, it's, that's a scenario. I've never had to deal with that. But that's you just... Because they'll leave. Well, none of them ain't going to leave. I got the pussy power. So, um... If you think you got the pussy power, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. going to make a man not go to the strip club. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. stupid. But then again, you in your fairy tale life. I don't know why I be talking to you and you live in a whole different world than the rest of us. I don't know. I, I, why am I wasting the time? So, so, yeah, like I was saying, like I feel like you know, if you're single, you can move to the beat of your own drum. You get get up and go as you please. You ain't really got, unless you got kids, like, then you got to wait to get a babysitter and shit like that. But for the most part, like, if I just spur a moment and say, hey, I want to go to the beach, I'm good to go. I am I don't have to check in with anybody. You I don't can have get to up and go to the beach if you're, you can get up and go to the beach if but you're it's that, in a But it's that communication where it's like, hey, just want to let you know. I'm going to the beach or whatever. Can't be clear my head. It's just that instant communication. I don't have to communicate with nobody. I can go weeks on end without talking to anybody. It's just that I get to move how I want to move when I'm single. That's crazy. But that means that means that once you get in a relationship, you give up yourself. <laughs> so that's, once again, something you need to go sit on somebody's couch about. Because if you feel like you can't move like yourself just because you get into a relationship, no, you that's can, you can move. You can move. You can move how you want to move, but it's just out of respect for how whatever that person may have been through. So when you're like we said, when you get with the person, you're taking them for who they are, and like we said, everybody has traumas. So if it's something that triggers them, but it just may be cool or a hangout or something for me to do, and I like it when they say, "Hey, 
I'm battling with whatever, or I'm dealing with whatever, or this doesn't make me feel comfortable. You should you should consider their feelings, and that's just my opinion on it. Like I'm gonna be considered. If I get up and I say I want to go to the beach, and that's a trigger for the person I'm with, I'm not supposed to be with that person. Right, and that's the choice that you have, though. But I'm just, that's just a scenario. That person has more issues than me going to the beach. That's just a, so, that's a scenario purpose. But you just you get to move and do what you want to do. If I feel like I want to have a one night stand tonight, I'm gonna do that because I'm single. But if I'm with somebody. That may not be the best option. You know? Says who? Says who? Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Says who? The person I'm with. Me. Sometimes you make you make you make very you know last minute of whatever decisions. Just because of the moment. Whatever the, in the moment you're feeling, you know, you may make decisions, but I just feel like when you're with somebody, you have to kind of be considerate of their feelings or how they may react or feel towards something before you make any drastic decision. So for me, being single, you kind of move how you want to move. So for you, what is a pro for, you know, being single? Would you prefer to There's be? No, I look at it, it all is like one thing to me. Gotcha. I don't, I can't separate the two because gotcha. I don't, like, based upon what you're saying, the whole, like, being, doing what you want, I'm going to do what I want regardless. Right. So it's either the person that's going to be able to understand who I am and how I move, mm-hmm. or we're just not going to be together. Right. I I mean, if, if that's a problem for you, you have, I don't even, you can exit in 30 days. It's fine. <laughs> like, I'm okay with it. You can try me out for 90 days, see if you like it, if you need to return to send, send me back. But I'm I'm about to be who I am all the way through. So, you know, if if you don't like, you definitely can voice your opinion. Right. But I'm not out here doing, I'm not out here doing amateur night. So I don't know why me getting up and living my life daily is going to be an issue for anybody. Right. And that may also mean because you have too you you may have too much time on your hands if you're so worried about what I'm doing daily. <laughs> Maybe you need to start getting up and doing something. Because I ain't asking you what you <laughs> at the end of the day I'm gonna be like, how was your day? It was good? What you did? Okay, cool. <laughs> at the end of the week I'm gonna be like, hey how was your week? What you did this week? <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Seems fun. <laughs> so I lived my life. You lived yours. So if you, had, I mean, if you had the choice <clears throat> to be single or be either married or in a long term relationship, which one would you choose for life? It depends on where I'm at in my life. Okay, so it basically depends. It depends on how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I don't like people and I don't like to be I don't like to be attached. Right. I don't like to be I don't like people to put um expectations on me. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like a lot of things. So it's sometimes it's just easier for me to be that's why I say everybody just need to be free and fluid and just stop with these like expectations and these rules and all just stop. Y- y'all making it so complicated and it doesn't need to be just relax everybody's trying to own and be possessive you don't own nobody 
Just relax. You're definitely a free spirit. I don't even want a free spirit make it seem like I'm a hippie. (laughs) Like, I'm out here. Like, I don't shave under my arms and I'm just... Just free and just was skipping all over the place. I think everything is fucking fairies and shit. I don't, I don't view life like that. But I definitely view like you know, you just just live your life, do whatever makes you happy. And if if the people around you, the people that you're dealing with, truly understand who you are, then they will either either be okay with it or they choose not to be okay with it and y'all can still be amicable and you know go your separate ways that's it i feel like in certain points of your life like you're for sometimes we force these relationships because you're supposed to be in a relationship um even marriages too you force the marriage Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be you know a certain age you want to be married and have kids and all these things and just at that time in your life it's not it's not the right time right you're supposed to be living your life and figuring stuff out or whatever. And then maybe in two, three years, it is the time. Right. But it's like, there's so much like pressure. So I'm not with the pressure. So what, what do you think is a con for being single? Like what is, what is one negative that you have? I do think that being single for too long, um, or going long stretches without having some sort of companionship. Mm -hmm. Right feel like sometimes it it can be detrimental to when it is when you are ready to be in a relationship gotcha okay because when you are independent and you you know you're so used to living your life a certain way then it's hard to let somebody in your space right it's hard to compromise if you're if you Compromising is your thing. <laughs> it's hard to compromise. <laughs> compromising is your thing. If that's the thing that you do in your relationship. <laughs> I don't know. Not everybody does that. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a little harder to do that when you've been on your own for so long. Right. And sometimes you've been on your own for so long that you don't even want you're so turned off by the companionship, but that's really truly what you be needing. Right. But you're so turned off by it. Um, especially always having nothing but single friends around you. It's mm-hmm. like you should start seeing healthy relationships. You should start seeing your friends get with people because you don't want to get in this mindset like I don't need nobody. I'm just gonna be single for the rest of my life. Right. And I'm okay with that. It's like, no, you really not. Right. Now, how do you how do you feel about um when you are, say, for instance, you are dating someone and all of your friends are single, do you think that those type of friends have an impact on your relationship? Because at that point, I feel like you have two different outlooks. You have you in a relationship outlook, and then you have all these single friends over here, male or female. Do you think that those friends kind of would have an influence, those single friends and their mindsets with being single has an influence on someone with a relationship? If you don't allow them to, just because, like, because I mean, I... everybody knows what it feels like to be single, right? So mm-hmm. it's not like we—you've never not been single. <laughs> um, so you just may be in a time period where you're like, "Oh no, I'm ready to now be with somebody," whether it's long term or just temporarily. Um, but I don't think single people—I don't think single people put pressure on. Married people, I think mm. it's or relationship. I think it's the other way around. Because 
even, you know, I, I've heard men mostly, I hear this from where they have an issue with a woman that they're with and she has all these single friends. I don't know why they just feel like we don't go out with them because you're going to be a hoe just like your bald head. It's friends. because their single male friends are doing those things. Are always throwing pussy in their face. <laughs> That's why. So they assume that your single friend is always bringing some dick around you <laughs> and you may be tempted, right? Because you feel tempted when your friends is slanging free pussy right. in your face. So you think it's the same thing that's happening with her. So when all we're doing <laughs> is probably talking about reality TV or some shit and drinking wine. Drinking wine and, really, and eating food. Everything we have, it involves food and, and drinks and alcohol. And drinks. And that's it. At this big age, but we cannot hang out with y'all because y'all are single and now I can't go. He done cut my dress. <laughs> if he cut your dress, you need to leave. <laughs> that is a red flag. <laughs> that is somebody who is trying to possess and control you. You need to leave. <laughs> Immediately, you cut my dress. <laughs> Okay, let me go ahead and pack up the rest of this stuff before you decide to be so happy with the rest um, It was nice. I'll go buy me another one and I'm out. And of I'm here. still going to hang out with my friends. I'm still going. <laughs> what do you mean you cut my. <laughs> I just, yeah, I think the biggest con for me with being single. I guess would be like those lonely rainy nights. Like, you know, maybe special occasions and shit. Like, like, you should be so fucking specific. Like, okay, the lonely rain. What if you go to a place and it don't rain? Hell, it rains everywhere. At some point in time, it's going to rain. And, you know, it's just ironic. Like, if it's raining, it's just, it's a soothing mood that is around you, the aura and the air. It just makes you want to cuddle with someone. So, or maybe just to have a conversation. But when you get home, ain't shit there but pillows. Pillows and wine. And then you watch a TV show and now you're talking back to the TV. (laughs) And lay down. You know, spray your bed with uh, mahogany teakwood from uh, from Bath and Body Works. Let the house smell like there's a man there. At that point, I think and just when day you- and, and dream that your man is working the night shift and he'll be home in the morning. But then when you wake up and ain't nobody there, you roll over and it ain't up with them pillows and that wine. He, he, he ain't get home yet. He had to work. <laughs> he got he got overtime because <laughs> mm-hmm, he's trying to hold the he's trying to hold the house down. So he got to work a little extra. Right. It's only I, I really feel like it's only like nighttime when you're super single. That is, it's like just okay. I wish I had somebody, but then when you wake up in the morning and you ready to go on about your day, your day is started. You got shit to do. What is it that you wish that you had? You just wish you had somebody like laying next to you. I think so. Yeah, are you a a cuddler? Some sometimes it's just the presence. This is the presence. Now, is it all the time? No. Like I can always call somebody to come, but I think the consistency is what you miss. So after you've had a long day, for instance, or whatever, you just want to decompress someone to converse with. Sometimes you just want that. You don't want to just call a random person, maybe somebody in your num in your phone, and you're not going to get the conversation that you may be looking for. 
You know, it's just that consistency, I think. So I think that's the biggest con to probably being single is just the lack of consistency in what you want. Okay. That's that's a thing. I I feel that. I I understand that. Yeah, so now that we've talked about polygamy, being in a relationship (laughs) and single, do you think that you would, you know, we've all tried being in a relationship. We've all tried being single. We've all been in those two. Would you ever possibly, do you think in this lifetime, ever try polygamy? <laughs> that's the only thing you haven't tried now. All right. Listen, it's sounding more and more. It, it, yeah. Okay. I, I feel like. <laughs> This is gonna get me in a lot of trouble. Like I really feel like we should just all just do whatever we want to do. Yeah, you have a fluid spirit. I feel like we should be very fluid. Mm-hmm. Now, if you had asked me this like five, six years ago, probably I wasn't. I wouldn't. Right. I don't think I would have thought about it in this way. But I truly just be feeling like, why are we doing this? Like. Mm-hmm. Why are we stressing ourselves out to have these perfect relationships? I'm not. There's nothing wrong with them, right? right? Like, what you do, if that's what you want, that's fine. But I think a lot of it is just overthought. It's just too much pressure, and I don't like pressure. So, gotcha. Okay. You know, just thought I'd ask. Now, would I ever, as of right now, no. I don't. I'm not sure no, because you want to put. You want to own everybody. Pretty much. Yeah, you're, you're clearly your little um. Isn't ownership the American slave master back in your um, in your ancestry is is deep rooted in your blood? <laughs> it skipped As everybody else and hit me. It came out strong in me. Very, because you <laughs> feel like you're supposed to own people. Yeah, mine, 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 mine. I don't even. I don't even want that responsibility. Because if I own you now, I have to really be concerned about every little thing. And I don't want that. But I feel like a lot of the responsibility on who you are as being a a person, a better person, is on the individual. It's not on me Mm -hmm. to make you a better person or for you to see. Because it's like certain people, you you can sit there and talk to them all day. They're not going to do better. I agree. They'll listen. Mm -hmm. You can give them all the resources. Right. You You can push them in the direction. But how how long are you gonna keep doing that? Like they gotta get up and get and do for themselves. So like I don't even want that responsibility of having to take care of nobody, right? Or being responsible for people's feelings and their emotions and mm-hmm. it's a lot, right? Because you're dealing with your own stuff too, right? Right. right. So it's like God, Lee. Let alone like when you have kids, that's different because you chose to have the children, and you have. <laughs> have to be responsible for them right because <laughs> you, you you chose right. to have the child you made that conscious decision you have to be responsible for that right up until a certain amount of years right. but just a, a just a regular person that come into i don't want to be responsible <laughs> i think yeah I... and i don't want you to feel responsible for me right and I, I will say, I want you to be responsible for what I tell you. I need you need from you, right. but outside of that, no. Right. 
Yeah, when it when it comes to people, I guess like myself, that is very possessive. Um, uh-huh. you kind of have to you worry about that person at a different level. The same thing that you said, you know, that burden of having to be concerned about them, making sure they're okay, you know, and all that extra stuff. You kind of have to make it that way. But if you want to be the only one, I guess, in a sense, because um, once you build that type of relationship or I guess provide that type of ownership, quote unquote, like you got to be able to maintain it. You know, it, it just kind of yeah. it. This kind of is what it is. You take a special person. And you get to pick and choose who you want to be responsible right. for, right? right? So like, you know, your 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 parents, mm-hmm. your your siblings, mm-hmm. those, you know, you choose your your close friends. Right. You cho- pick and choose who you who you want to be responsible for. Right. But mm, Every, you know, especially when you're dating, you got so many people. It's a lot. I just, it gives me anxiety. I just can't. Now, let me ask you this question. So, since maybe one day in the future or whatever, you would be into polygamy. Now, would you rather be, say, if it's one man in this polygamous situation, would you rather be the one that was married to him first and you guys bring someone in? Or would you be okay with being the person being brought in? Do you get what I'm saying? Would I would I prefer to be the wife or the girlfriend? Pretty much. Um, or because it or, or or you can be the common law wife because you know some a lot of polygamous situations and there's nobody that's married. It's just a guy, a woman, and a man that's been together for a very long time, and they decide, okay, we want a third person. Which one would you prefer to be? Prefer because of who I am, I would probably say I want to be the person who could come in and out. So I would probably want to be the girlfriend. Well, you don't get to come in and out. It's just I, I like yeah, because I'm not legally bounded to you, right? But in that sense, I feel like at the same time, I would feel like, damn, they can get rid of me at any given time. Like, damn, what, yeah. what if I like this and now y'all don't know more? <laughs> like, well, I'll find it again. It's okay. No, like I like this house. I like where we stay, guys. You see, because this is the possessiveness in you. I like this, and I want to keep this now. Yeah, like what we stay. You don't get to get rid of me. Where I stay is is a nice location from where I work. Like, no, I don't want to. No, the apartments see? are on the east side. We stay on the west side. What but did that, I do that's, wrong? That's the possessiveness of you. What, but what did I do? What did I do wrong for y'all to not want me anymore? <laughs> Like this is what you do. I promise I'll fix it. Oh Lord! Now she over here come see that compromise and stuff. You see, I don't know. Some people do it. Some people don't. I'll, I'll fix it. I'll be like, oh, so y'all done with me? Just like that, right? <laughs> All right. When y'all need me to be out, like you know, I'm asking, like, okay, when, like, when do you? But come you, I'm back? sure you would have felt it prior to. Like you gotta give me like you gotta give me a two week notice like a job like you can't just wake up this morning and say that oh man you got you got no. issues. No, I'm sure the wife is gonna turn around and say to you like you act like you own him. I mean, that's exactly what she's gonna say to you. I already know how this conversation. I'm gonna know. I know why you're gonna get X'd out. 
you act like you own him. You no. act like he's yours. If and this is a problem, so if, you got to. If we're if we're together, I mean, the both of you. Like, what did I do to both of you? Did I leave my dish in the sink? Like, what? So, so now the conversation is, you act like you own us. No, y'all and act, you y'all, y'all act like y'all don't want a part of me. That's what it is. Let's do this shit. And that is what we're trying to say. And I'm talking about why. No, we no longer want this. Not well. We we want this. We just don't want you. So now I'm now two of you are breaking up with me at the same time. Not so one of you. Not more. one of you want to say. I I don't. Can't, we can't. We're a we're a team. We're one. So you can't. It can't be one wants you and the other one doesn't want you. We both came to the decision. We sat down and talked about this, and this is not going to work. This is not how we wanted this to go. Can we seek counseling? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we'll just seek another person. We'll find somebody who's a better match for us. So can you please go back and paint the walls back the original color, clean your stuff out, and you can leave the key on the kitchen table by Sunday. Yeah, ain't shit. <laughs> I refuse to get broken up with two people at one time. Oh, and now we got to call the police to get her out. Oh. What the fuck you got to do? I'm receiving mail here now. <laughs> so literally, I ain't got to go nowhere. So now we have to evict you. Do what you gotta do, but you ain't have me sign no renters uh, lease. So to once again, now we're in a situation. Either we can make this work. You see, you see how hard you're making it. No, well, you could just get up. Did, and they, leave. did they see how hard they made it on me? I like what we had going on. They never asked me about my feelings, and they were done. You have to know that when you're the girlfriend, you're not gonna. You may not be there for forever. You can be replaced. You have to know that. Right. That's why. I Shit, you can be replaced as the wife. <laughs> he may start liking the girlfriend more than your ass. So be like, you know what? It'd just be better off if I go over there. With her. So really, the only one with like kind of a stable seat with the decision is the man. Is the man? Yeah. I mean, are we surprised at that? Well, in some cases, the two women may end up liking each other, and they leave. Yeah, God, that's got to be. A- and they say, "Let's go get us a boyfriend." <laughs> we do real well together, right? So let's just leave him because he's the weak link. And let's go. Yeah, and let's just go, we go find somebody. That is wild. So really, nobody has a safe seat. It's whoever you team up with. Like the fucking dating shows, whoever you team up with, because especially in those type of dynamics, I feel like once you once you enter that, you get into a mindset that your life is can be however you want your life to be. Because mm-hmm. people always think like, well, how do you find a couple that wants you? You you just have to be in that world, right? Right. right. If you're not in that world, then you think it's like, oh, where are you going to find somebody? They just be picking people up. Yeah, in that world, they just pick people up. Absolutely. So I I know plenty of people who have been picked up and asked, hey, do you want to come join me and my husband? You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm always like, damn, like, 
were you wearing something that but said triggered him like, hey, I'm into like I wouldn't mind being right. with that family. So once you get into that world, you don't see things with all the restrictions mm-hmm. as us regular people see. Exactly. Because us regular people see like you get in a relationship, there's like you're saying, there's rules and regulations to this relationship, mm-hmm. there's a structure, there's right. a way it's supposed to go. But people don't see that. <laughs> The world is free. I could be with whoever and however many right. and whatever the dynamic. Two men, two women. They throw me away. I pick up another one. Whatever. Now, do you do you see that as possibly being a con with that situation? The fact that at any moment you can be the weakest link? Like at any moment. No. Okay. Because because there's, there's so many possibilities. There's so many options. Mm-hmm. Like this generation right now. Mm-hmm. They are going to be more and more into this whole living free and fluid. They're already there. I can agree. We're the ones still holding on to to tradition and structure, and mm-hmm. it'll probably stop with like your generation. After that, it's a fuck fest. <laughs> so it is. It is okay. Fuck fest. It's a fuck fest. <laughs> They're just doing whatever with whoever, however, whenever they please, however many times a day. <laughs> There's a lot of sketchy shit going on out here, okay? <laughs> but I can't be mad at them because in world, like, okay. Okay, I, I, I don't understand it. It's so whatever. It's not for me to understand. So after we die out, you really think there's going to be this whole construct of a marriage? You really think that People will have relationships, but are we going to call it, you know, monogamous relationships? Are we going to, is that even going to be a thing? Right. I don't think so. Yeah. I think, you know, it's just, yeah, I, I'm not going to be a part of the fuck fest. Um, <laughs> I catch feelings. I think religion will hold on to it. So that will probably, there will be those. Yeah, you're going to have those few. Religion is starting to become. But see, the crazy thing is that religion has always been kind of distorted in a sense of, you know, kind of condemnment, no matter what you believe in mm-hmm. and expectations. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I think that now more so just because the newer generations are more so inquisitive and they kind of question a little bit more. Well, what about this? What about that? And no, nobody can really give you a right answer, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that you're right, this newer generation is going to be a fuck fest, but I think they're going to be able to incorporate religion to whatever actions they have, if that makes sense. Incorporating the sense mm-hmm. of, yeah, I have my religion, but yeah, I'm going to still go to fuck fest after church at <laughs> three or after mass or after hall, whatever, or after, you know, sitting, you know, crisscross applesauce, whatever the case may be. You. I feel like they're going to find a way to adapt it in that way to where you can coexist with both without yeah. looking like you're a fucking animal. Without all the judgment that's attached to it. Right, right. So, okay, this is an interesting topic. So, I'm glad we wrapped this one up. So, uh, anybody looking for a girlfriend, I'm available. Yeah, she's available. I'm not. Don't ask me. The answer is no. <laughs> Because I may end up start liking the man a little bit more than you, and now you got to get out of our house at that point. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? 
Oh my god, you need to go talk to somebody. <laughs> Just get out of our house. Get out of our house. No, our house. <laughs> but yes, you guys can actually follow us on Instagram. Um, the Instagram tag will be down below. You can follow both of, both of our personal pages. Um, if you're not watching us, you can actually listen to us on Apple Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, MacBook, at iPad, you can listen to us on Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Amazon Podcasts, and Stitcher. Um, if you like to email us, you can absolutely email us if you want to discuss. If you want to be a part of this, um, you can email us at balanceandwater at yahoo.com or balanceandwater at gmail.com. You got anything you want to say to the people? No, happy Easter. Happy Resurrection Day. Happy yeah. Ramadan. All of the religions that's happening mm-hmm. this week. Happy those yeah. things. She said. Right. <laughs> See Easter for me or Resurrection Day. But you guys enjoy yourself. Have a great, great Friday. Good Friday. Um, and stay tuned for the next episode next week. Bye. Bye.